Hey everybody, welcome to the PAX panel uh, by Game on Australia. This PAX panel is called A New Challenger Approaches Building Game on Oz. My name is Pete. Uh, we'll go around the table. This is Dan. Hello. How are you? This is Menthonzo. Hi, everyone. And that's Sticks. G'day, how are you? And that's Skittles. Uh, who we, we Who we affectionately call Mum as well. Hey, Mum. Uh, so, yeah, look, tonight we just thought we'd uh, take you through the trials and tribulations of building this rad little community that we call Game on Oz. Uh, it's been quite the quite the grind, I reckon. Um, would be a nice way of putting it, but I tell you what, it's been a hell of a lot of fun along the way. Yeah, good. Thank you, Dan. Um, I work on those. I've been working on those all day, actually, standing in front of the mirror and going, geez, I wonder what That's words I'm, I'm going to use tonight. Grind. Okay, grind's great. It's grind. Real, yep. Yep. <laughs> Uh, but uh, we thought we'd uh, we'd go all the way back to the beginning. So four years ago now, by the time PAX is up and running and you're watching this for the first time, four years ago, uh, we decided to, to kickstart things. A little twinkle in the eye, Dan, of just a couple of gamers. Yeah. And, and in fact, you know what? The history and the beautiful friendship actually goes back even further than that. Do you remember the first time you and I met Dan? You, Dan and I are the ones who founded this, this, uh, this org. And then um, it's been built up since then. But do you remember uh, how you and I sort of met? Was it just a chance meeting through games? Well, yeah, we were working together and um, I, w- I work at a radio station and you were on the web, you know, social dude. And you were doing casual jocks, from, if I remember correctly. You were coming in, you were hungry, young, young little guy, just doing his thing, trying to shift where he could. I'm pretty sure we bonded over GoldenEye, or it was definitely the Nintendo 64, where we discovered this mutual love of gaming. That would have been 10 years ago, I would have thought. Yeah. Yeah, no, it would have been about 10 years ago. I think I stumbled back into uh, Mix 94.5 over here in Perth around about that time. Um, And then, yeah, mate, uh, 2009, 2010. And I, I, I... I sort of vaguely remember I was walking past your desk and I think somebody yelled something out or, or you might have been talking to somebody about some sort of Nintendo 64 game. Might have even been that's right. And I, I yeah. walked past and I went, yeah. I was like, game up? <laughs> <laughs> we were hoping we'd get a free game out of it one day. Um, yeah, that's exactly it. That's what all we ever wanted was a free bloody game. And now here we I are. I think I got the first, I got the... Well, I get the first one. I'm pretty sure I got the first one, Pete. Yeah, I'm pretty sure you got the first one. Um, and then I've but it, got... wasn't, it wasn't through Game On. <laughs> no. <laughs> it was actually through somebody reaching out to you through Mix, wasn't it? Yeah, it's just a, some random PR company sent me a thing to triple, thing that I was from Triple M, and that's how I got it. I'm like, <laughs> that's just that counts. I win. I win. Uh, so you got that one, and then I've gotten every one since then. So it's been it's been okay. <laughs> and it was, it was VV Pinata, so it doesn't count. No, look, it's it's been it's been a hell of a journey, but I I wanted tonight. I think is going to be a little bit about um, you know what it's taken to sort of get to where we are, what exactly it is that we do, because it's probably going to be a whole heap of new people that have never heard of us before that are that are going to be seeing this and seeing us for the first time. Um, and in fact, uh, the people that you're seeing on this PAX panel right now are five of the originals, and there are so so many more um, that are not only originals but have uh, come on board to the team since then. The the team is huge, as well as the community, which is numbering um, into its hundreds now. So lots of stuff going on, but I, I want to go around the table. So um, 
and kind of because I, I there's been so many people that have joined over the years. Um, sort of going back to those first days where you guys first remember hearing of the org or joining or what it was that you saw first or or whatnot, and we'll just go sort of clockwise. Menthonzo, do you remember that? Yes, Wait. I actually sure do. What I, happened? I sure do. Um, I was actually, at the time, I was a traveling salesman, so I worked a lot on the road driving around. Um, and I heard about Podcast One, thought I might suss it out, and then all of a sudden I got a, an itch of, hey, I wonder what gaming podcasts there are. Oh. So I jumped on, oh, Game On Oz, haven't heard of this before. I think you were 30 or so episodes deep. Um, safe to say I caught up on those 30 episodes in about a week, week and a half. <laughs> so I smashed through these hour-long episodes. Um, and about episode 20, I remember reaching out to the actual Game On Oz Facebook page of, hey, love what you guys are doing, just want to say awesome, uh, I'm pretty much all caught up, uh, keep up the good work. And it pretty much just went from there. Uh, I think myself and Pete just conversed here and there, played a couple of games of Overwatch with him. Uh, and, and next thing, it's jumped in. Here I am, a part of the team. Mm. Did we play Overwatch together? Yeah, we sure did. Overwatch, PUBG back in the day. We oh, sure I, did. I remember playing plenty of PUBG. So, where are we? If we scroll all the way back, second, uh, second of the 7th, 2018. Uh, hey gents have recently come across your podcast and decided that instead of jumping straight in with the new stuff i've gone back to day one and i'm getting through them pretty quick currently on ep 33 and just want to say i'm thoroughly enjoying it drive around a lot for work as a sales rep and this makes the boring drive a lot more entertaining can't wait to listen to some of the more recent ones in weeks to come that's nuts that's that's literally like i've never reached out to an org before with hey i love what you're doing and this was the first one, and here we are. Uh, uh, I think it was at that stage where I, t- I saw that and I turned to Dan and I said, Dan, we got one. Uh, yeah. First <laughs> one, yes. He's gone to the trouble of reaching out. I reckon we can pull him across as a volunteer. I reckon we've got this yeah. one. <laughs> I, I actually think what, what kicked us off, because I, when I joined Gower, I, was on the, I literally started on the stream side of things, for those that aren't aware. Um, and I... Pitched an idea to Pete of, hey, here's what my, my stream's going to be looking like. Do you mind if I put a tile at the bottom of my stream channel of, hey, here, come check out Goa. They're an awesome community. And then I think a little light bulb moment for Pete clicked. It's like, hey, why don't we have a stream team? And I'm like, that's a pretty good idea. <laughs> <laughs> so it went from myself and Pete streaming across Facebook and Twitch to a – we're now – what a team of eight streamers it's just it's gone absolutely exponential in what two years literally two years and our twitch is just blown through the roof uh sticks over to you mate do you remember what do you remember of it i remember back when we were the og just original facebook page like we weren't a group it was just Mm. a a page by itself and it was an absolute disaster at the start like it was just so unorganized what do you mean so... just at the start to pick up. <laughs> well, i don't know what words i can say and what i can't say but <laughs> um you know and it was a lot of people who had come across the podcast feeling like what matthew was saying and hey i've got this story about this would you want to talk about it on the podcast hey i found this cool article what are, what are your thoughts on this or hey, here's a really cool video that I've seen. And it was kind of controlled chaos to a degree of people in the community wanting to be involved but not knowing how to be involved. 
um, and kind of using the original Facebook page as that outlet, if you will, of I want to be part of the team, I want to do something, but I don't know what to do. So we had that, and then obviously one day, I think it was a Saturday morning, I received a, an invite uh, from your good self for God Mode. And I think I might have been the third person behind yourself and Dan to accept it. And I think my first question was, what's all this about? <laughs> and uh, and four years later, kind of, we've grown this community of, of over 2,000 people in this in this Facebook page to the point where daily conversations have been had, friendships have been made, um, and everyone has kind of really been intertwined in, in the fabric that is the game on community. You mentioned the number three. You were the third person in there. That was back in the day we used to number every member that would come through yeah, too. That's right. and, and welcome every member I'm, and give I'm them the wow. Waiting, yeah, I'm still waiting for my like, Game One style baggy green that will have the three in the side of it. That is sort of front and center. Yeah. <laughs> I, I used to do those numbers and everything and... Like it was, it was a task keeping up. And then one day I just got to the stage. I was like, I just can't be stuffed anymore. <laughs> oh my god! Oh god! Um, Skittles, what are you now? I I'm going to hazard a guess that uh, we're going to go back to the consulting stuff that we did for a while. That's where you and I met. Yes. Yeah? Yes. So I think the first time I ever saw you was on a video conference screen where we both used to work. <laughs> I was like, oh yeah, this guy, he seems to know a lot about gaming, but I was also there with a couple of other guys, so there was a bunch of people all there, and I think the thing that we talked about the most was um, the senior executives there, the first question in the first question in the panel they had for us was, what is Rocket League? <laughs> and it's kind of like, if we're starting with that question, we uh, we have a long way to go. So That's where the bar is set. Mm. I remember, but why do people want to watch it? It's like, why do you watch people play soccer? They're like, it's soccer with cars, though. That's why we watch that. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, and those cars have rockets. Like, come on. Rocket League, guys, come on. Yeah, so, and, you know, like, really trying to explain to the CEO of SCA that you can have a car, and like, or trucks, or you can, you can customize them and things, and then you can have, um, you know, a soccer ball that you hit into a goal and he sort of looked at me really really confused and so um i had a few extra follow-up meetings face to face and the confusion never left their faces <laughs> at all so um so yeah i met pete through that and we had a little closed facebook group for just the just the sca oh, yeah. consulting team or mm. panel um, and I remember I've, I found the first time I actually messaged you because we obviously were in touch a little bit back and forth because of that um, that panel that we were on. But I remember I was like, I will find a way to message Pete and I will find a way to ask you Vinny. Because so, <laughs> I messaged you and I said, I just wanted to touch base and say congratulations on the announcement today, which would have been oh. mixing something like 900th survey at number one or something, yeah. which really anything I needed to congratulate you for. It's like, well done. You've done it every Again. day since you've been on air. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, and then I was like, I also wanted to see if I might be able to help with anything. <laughs> <laughs> and I think, I think my answer to that was, I think initially when you said that the first time I was like, uh, yes, probably there's some things happening. We're always I, needing help. Yeah, something along those <laughs> that lines. That is the and, response. And like, I don't, I don't quite know. I think it took like a little while to get, my ass into gear to actually to actually go okay like come come in on the team and and dive in now and and get involved in yeah. amongst it and stuff like that because back in that stage um 
like I think going back to what, what Menfonzo said before, uh, where it was like, oh, it was either sorry, it was either you, Menfonzo, or it was you, Sticks, where it was like, no, it was you. Little light bulb moment, um, and the stream team, right? Now, Dan, now Dan can vouch for this because every, uh, I reckon, every step up that we've made has been just literally just a, hey Dan, what do you reckon we do this? Hasn't <laughs> it? Like the the first one was the the first one was obviously doing the podcast, um, and then the one after that was like, oh, we should have a Facebook page. And so we had a Facebook page. Yeah. And then the one after that was, oh, there were people sending us, because I, I remember that distinctly. People would send us um, memes and stuff and links and bits of news and, you know, you should probably put this up on your page, put this up. And that's what kickstarted, hey, we should do a group. So somewhere we can, everybody can sort of share all this information. And then um, I said to Dan, what, do you reckon that we could write the occasional review sort of here and there? <laughs> and so we started a website. Uh, and then I think, like, so I started reaching out to uh, different organizations like PlayStation and Xbox and, and all of that. Um, and I thought I was, I thought I was incredible because we had a podcast and our podcast had hit number one once or twice. Right no, on, on the ice. I still, I still remember the podcast where you're like, "We finally hit number one." The first week we hit number one. Yeah, it was like it was, and it was like six weeks into <laughs> it or something like that, right? Yeah. So, so it, yeah, was, it was in November, uh, early November. Yeah. yeah, and I'm pretty sure the reason why was because I, I feel like I worked out back then that if you hammered the hell out of it in the first 24 hours on Twitter uh, and on Facebook and shares and all that sort of stuff, you could trick it into thinking that you should be at the top of the tree. So I, and I reckon Dan, we got to the, we got to the top there. I'm a gamer. I cheat. So I reckon, I reckon we got to the top of the tree and I reckon it, it stayed there before I refreshed the page long enough for me to take a picture. And then I took that picture and we dined out on that picture for about a month. Right. So then, it for all it was worth, and that was back in the day when um, the logo that we had as well was a was just a, a crap. It was yeah, scribble. It was the scribble. MS Paint. It was the scribble. Picture of a old oh. NES controller. It was. That's which, right. It was too. Which I drew in paint and this crap squiggly <laughs> line for the cord. But I, I don't know, like, I, like back then it was just such, it was just so much fun, right? Like it was, and it was never meant to be anything serious. And then I guess we started to get a little bit of traction and started to think, okay, how serious can we actually get about this? And here we are now, but there were steps along the way, like, like sticks. Remember we, you know, we tried to, to give all of the majors account managers, you know, and you were the relationship yeah. manager was, for PlayStation. Yeah, the OG PlayStation guy. Never oh, anywhere with it. Right. <laughs> and they, like they'd never send anything to you. No. Um, they wouldn't respond we, the, to the emails. The most we ever got from PlayStation was a, was a press release. Yeah. <laughs> yep. And yeah. It, was, it was the most painful thing sitting there because Chriso, the, the historian, as he's known in the community, was our Xbox guy and he was getting codes and he was getting <laughs> merchandise and he was yeah. getting present. And I was sitting there going, what am I, chopping? Hey. Like, yeah, I mean, where's it, it, where's it, paid out, it paid out for someone. It <laughs> did. One of that thing did. Paid out <laughs> but, you know, funnily, like, like what you, I guess you sort of learn a few things in the industry. Like one of the, one of the things that I, I reckon I've learned um, when it comes to dealing with 
um, organizations is like it actually depends who you're speaking to. Like, right. uh, like far out. Like if it was, I'm going to name drop him, Jim Barker. Like if it wasn't for it wasn't for Jim Barker at Xbox, or it was working through, I think it was Ovato at the time. Um, like half the things that we were doing back in that day, like I don't think we would have gotten Larry Herb, Major Nelson for episode 100. Uh, we wouldn't have gotten all of the um, uh, the indie developers that we got for the first season of Indie or Die. Um, you know, Inferno wouldn't have the relationship with Xbox that he has now. Um, and it's nothing different. Like, we, we had the exact same numbers and all that sort of stuff, readership, and they were putting in the same effort, Xbox and PlayStation, but just for some reason, well, not for some reason, but Jim was a lot better at getting back to us than what, you know, the guys at PlayStation were. So, yeah, it's kind of like, it depends who you get. Um, but, yeah, we tried that, didn't we, Sticks? You know, tried having, like, account managers, and, and then you'd... This it's an ever it's it's ever a learning curve. So you have an account manager for Xbox, one for PlayStation, one for Nintendo, and then you start learning things about the industry and how the games world actually works. And you go, okay, two K is actually a really big publisher. Um, Rockstar is actually a really big publisher. Uh, this, that, and the other are actually really big publishers. Before we knew it, we had like 10, 12 relationship managers, you know, managing yeah, relationships that, that weren't actually doing anything. Do you guys ever think? Do you guys ever think it's gotten too serious? Like that's and that's a serious question. Like you know, the whole thing about this was back in the day. It was fun, and it's turned into something a lot more serious. But how do you feel about it these days versus you know when we sort of all first got into it? You you get going first, Menfonzo. I think it's just natural progression, to be honest. Like it's you get out what you put in. So we've obviously put in enough effort to, to reach this point And we've all gone in understanding that, Hey, this is our end goal. This is where we want to get to. And it's, it's just paid off so far very well. Um, exponentially at that. Uh, I don't think it's too serious. I mean, it'll, it'll be too serious if we get to a point where I can quit my job. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, that could be five. Yeah, yeah exactly. That's, that, I mean, that's, that's always been the goal for, I think everyone that's a part of this organization is, we want to work in gaming. Why not? Um, at the moment, I've, for the most of us, it's either a, a side hustle or, or purely just a, a hobby, if you will. Uh, but yeah, I don't, I don't think at all it's gotten too serious. It's, it's where it needs to be at the moment. Sticks. Well, I think at the heart of it, we've, we've always been that, you know, larrikin group of, of just people who love gaming for what it is. And, and I think the moment it becomes so serious it's not any fun is the moment that goal probably won't exist anymore mm. yeah I'm with you there Skittles I think from the first moment I sat in front of you and said okay well do you have an ABN or do you have <laughs> a strategy do you have a plan oh and I think god we weren't what is this per, 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 per what um to still to this day, it's now August 2020. I came on board in April 2018, uh, and I still wonder if you'll have pants on when you stand up on stream. <laughs> well, it's funny you should say that. <laughs> I think it's fine. I think I think we're doing I think we're doing just alright. We have an ABN, but I can't like the rest. <laughs> I don't think it's too serious yet. Dan. I think the moment we stop laughing in the podcast, which is sort of the flagship of this whole thing, that's the moment it's too serious. And we have fun every week. 
it's a highlight of my week, just catching up for an hour and talk about bloody gaming. Um, I just love the... It's become serious that we've got people now involved, great people doing great things. Um, it's sort of my goal to, to hopefully, as to, to read out what Mithoza said, to sort of reward everyone with, yeah, a chance to do this full-time. I, that's my goal. Um, I just love to rock up to work each day and hang out with legends and talk gaming. That, that'd be... That's sort of why I'm serious about it, but I still think we um, have a lot of fun, and that's that's part of the thing too. Just have fun, which is what we do. We yeah, yeah. No, I agree. I, I think there's all like really valid points amongst everything that you guys say. Like it's serious enough where we are taking it seriously, but at the end of the day, I mean, the reality is that we work in the games industry. So if it's not fun, um, then I don't think we're really yeah. doing the industry any justice, are we? Like it's you know, the no, fun is the name true. of the game. We're meant to be playing video games for fun. And I, you know, I, I can honestly put my hand up and say that I still get such a huge kick out of playing video games. And I think if I ever got to the stage where I lost that love for video games, I don't think I could do this anymore. Like, I, mm. I, I, yeah, I yeah. absolutely don't think I could do it. Um, I don't know if yeah, it would be worth I. it. Yeah, 100%. There's a fat chance of you losing interest in video games, but let's be honest. <laughs> <laughs> the day he does, the uh, garage sale. Yeah. 100%. Yeah, really? I'll, I'll, I'll fly over from the Eastern States just for that. <laughs> <laughs> um, you know what, milestones. Along the way, we've had some... Uh, we've obviously had some pitfalls, which, you know, we'll, we'll get to, um, but... God, we've had some incredible milestones. And I, I, I'm looking forward to hearing the ones that you guys sort of pluck out uh, to have a bit of a think about. But for me, if I was to, to nail it, a significant milestone, I guess um, this is the one for me where I'm like, okay, this is a milestone because it opened a lot of doors for us. And it was when we got the sign-off and made the deal with Qantas, right? Oh, yeah. And... I remember how all this came together and this is a lot of like right place, right time talking to the right people. And I was on a plane and I was flying from Melbourne back to Perth, I think it was. And I was actually looking through um, the content on the plane and there was no video games podcasts. And I was like, I'm sitting here as a mad video gamer. Where's my video games podcast? You've got everything else under the sun. Why can't I hear video games? And then... It sort of, again, light bulb moment. I was like, all right, why can't our podcast be on this aeroplane? And um, when I landed, like I, I did everything that I possibly could. I made all the phone calls. You, you, you try to crack. Qantas is is unbreakable in terms of getting to the right people. Mm. Um, and for obvious reasons, they're a you know, multi-billion dollar company. They're at that echelon. But um, it was so frustrating. And I reckon I spent a good two months on the grind of just hustling, trying to get on the phone to talk to people. I spoke to receptionists. I spoke to salespeople. I spoke to whoever the hell would listen to me for five minutes just to be able to try and break through. And none of them would put, point me in the right direction. And I think some of them actually genuinely believe they did point me in the right direction. And they didn't. Uh, um, blunt but, uh, yeah. And then as it turns out, That's one now. <laughs> as it turns out, the chief content officer of our network, um, Southern Cross Osterio, uh, I was he was in town here in Perth, 
And my family owns and runs some fresh seafood stores. And he was in town. He loves his fish. He was like, I'm here for a couple of weeks. Um, can you bring some? I know it's New Year's. I know it's Christmas no, no, Eve. No, no, do what? the impression. Do the impression. <laughs> do the impression. <laughs> no. no, mate, what if he ever sees this? I like him. That'll I be really like him. Okay, all right. <laughs> um, okay, mystery person, I just want you to know that I really like you and I consider you a great friend. He's a legend. He's a legend. Oh. Yes, yes. But he was like, do, he, do, got on, do, do, he, do he got on the phone. He's like, listen, mate. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to be in town for a couple of weeks. I like your fish. I want you to bring me some. Make yes. it happen. And, then he, and that was it. I was like, okay, no worries. Fine. Anyway, it's Christmas Eve. I've delivered the fish. He's invited me in for a beer. And he said to me, how's the podcast going? Because he, he I spoke to him occasionally about it. I said, yeah, no, we're doing good. I, I thought about this thing on, you know, while I was on the plane back over from Qantas, uh, back over with Qantas, and, I, I, you know, I'm interested in seeing if blah, 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 but it's been two weeks, two months of grinding, and I can't get through to anyone. And he goes, okay, so the person who runs the management company that licenses the audio to Qantas is the husband of the person who runs this part of our network. Sent him an email on Monday. By Tuesday, the phone call was made, the conversation was had, and our podcast was on Qantas. So it was just right place, right time, right person to speak to. So, so the lesson here for anyone to study a podcast is you have to know people. Yeah. Yeah. I've, yeah. I've never heard that people story. People who like fish. Really? That's, I've, yeah. Even I've heard that before. Yeah, I've never heard that story before. Oh, wow. Yeah, mate, that's how it happened. Um, it wasn't through any hard work. It was by dumb luck. Hard work and then get good fish. And really good fish. Yeah, right place, right time, dumb luck and a couple of beers. Um, I've got got to say too, Pete, with that, um, like I talk to people about, people ask me about the podcast too and they don't really give a shit about gaming. They sort of, oh, you can see the eyes close over when you say, yeah, it's about gaming. But you mentioned you're on Qantas and they go, whoa, really? Yeah, Yeah, I am. And it's happened to me where someone walks into a plane somewhere and yours and my face was on every screen. It was like the homepage screen. (laughs) They went, Keep talking. Keep talking. Hey, Dad. Hey. <laughs> like, the hell? I know that guy. Oh my God, I, I know, I know, I know this guy. <laughs> and I've got to say, I've, I've been guilty of getting onto a plane thinking, well, hey, guys, that's me. Can I just ask them? They're like, hey. 22-3, So for anyone who doesn't believe us, this is a Qantas in-flight magazine, right? The <laughs> This is the one that everybody's heard about. I can't believe you stole it. Because I, I stole it. I did steal it. In fact, I stole two I so Dan could have one as well. It's got my picture on it. So hang on a sec. Let me find... Here we go. Podcasts. And you, you flick it to podcasts and look at that. There we go. Yep. And that was actually that's the second iteration of our logo, by the way. That was mm. that was logo number two. We had that for a long time. With the real press shots. Yep. Yeah. Um, and we thought that uh, we were doing really well with logo number two until uh, it was made painfully aware to us that we were breaking <laughs> trademark codes. So, <laughs> whoops. You're welcome. Uh, yeah. Thank you, Skittles. Thanks, Bob. 
<laughs> Guys, you know that's copyrighted, right? <laughs> oh, you live, you learn. And look, there's 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 been plenty of significant moments uh, since then, but that for me was the one that opened a lot of doors for us. In fact, it was that it was that one where I'd get on the phone to the likes of Xbox and PlayStation and and that, and I'd say, "My name's Pete." Uh, my little elevator pitch was, "My name's Pete. I run a podcast. We're on Qantas International and Domestic." And they'd they'd go, "Sorry, what was your name again? Sorry, what was it that you do? Oh, you're on Qantas International and Domestic." Great. Um, you know, it is fair enough. You can understand why, you know. Um, so, Menthonzo, for you, mate, significant moment. The minute that I went to you with Nico, who is one of our other con- our content team, and said, hey, Pete, we have a seven-day-a-week roster of individual streamers that are going to be streaming on the Game Honors channel. Yeah, I remember For this. me, that was literally the point where all seven of us had come together and gone, we're willing to dedicate minimum four hours a week of our time to stream on this channel and grow this awesome community. And it, it took a while to get to that point. It was probably a good year before we got to that point. Uh, but yeah, that, that, that has to be the point for me where it was just, okay, this is, this is awesome. This is brilliant. This is really becoming something. And it is. It's a, it is a literal seven-day-a-week channel. There's a, like a great roster of content creators who, who bring great content every single day of the week. Um, and, you know, the measure of Twitch, it took us a th- it took us uh, 18 months to hit our first 1,000 people and then it took <laughs> us just five months to crack 2,000. Um, and yeah. it's, it's been exponentially gro- growing since then. It's, it's just been extraordinary to watch. Um, Sticks, what about you, mate? Uh, I think for me, the two major ones, oh, I only said one, but I'm, I'm going to say two, even though it's kind of the same thing, was... Community catch-ups. Um, the first one having, you know, the we we I was thinking it was about sixteen of us, and we went and saw a movie, and then got a succulent Chinese meal afterwards. Yes. Um, yeah. And then, and then, you know, to where we got to the point where we were selling tickets almost to for spots for for I think we went from what do we have about forty-five to fifty people yeah. rock up, and there's all these people that you know by either Discord names or a little picture that you've seen on God Mode, and you're having conversations face to face with these people. Oh man, like, and you know, getting to know people face to face in real life as opposed to um, the brief little conversations that you have on, on those were, were a really big turning point for me, I think, and just seeing, well, we've got these people who are so um, enamored, if you will, in the community, and, and seeing this sort of group come together is, was, was really rewarding for me. Um, what about you, Skittles? Uh, I feel like I am a bit spoilt in that my favorite moments are always the behind the scenes that nobody else gets, which is the phone calls of, I have an idea. (laughs) (laughs) How many of them do you get a week? (laughs) Uh, Well, most recently was a video call of, look at my whiteboard. (laughs) Look at the whiteboard I own now. (laughs) For all of my ideas. Oh, Um, God. Uh, yeah, no, there's been, there's been a few. There's been, I think, the first time actually standing in a room with the original fire team. So I'm from the East so I did a lot of my meeting and greeting and all of the, I think, the first year uh, on a different side of the country. So Is I did the boardroom at 94.5? Yeah, yeah, it was in pizza. Yeah, like a pizza... Pizza, pizza yes. Lunch or afternoon dinner or something like that. So... Yeah, for me, it was that sort of walking in the room for the first time and be like, holy shit, my mum always told me don't ever go and meet boys off the internet. 
Oh no, the real is them. They're real. These people exist. They're not just you live on this white text. And what's the lesson here, girls? If you go and meet boys off the internet, you might end up part of an organization. <laughs> that's not entirely true. That is not entirely true. And from there, that's when we organized it. And finally realizing that everyone was real. And it was just, yeah, it was, it was kind of magical. But I think after that, it was all of the things that I see the team do now and giving them the space to do it, like quarantainment. Like, Pete, I have an idea and seven days doesn't feel right. I think it needs to be 14. Okay, we'll make it 14. Let's just make it happen. <laughs> so for people who don't know what quarantainment is or was, um, the reason why I said it needs to be 14 was because we put it together because um, we wanted... It, that was the stage where everybody in the country was going into lockdown. Everybody's at home. COVID has taken over. This is the first time. So forget second wave of Victoria. This is the whole country. Uncertain what's going on, yeah. And it was like, how cool yeah. would it be to do like, you know, 24 hours by seven days? Fill the channel live for that period of time. But seven days doesn't feel right. It's a two-week quarantine period. That's the COVID message. So let's do quarantainment. Let's do 14 days. And um, I'll tell you what, like, uh, worked our backsides off to make it happen, but got it done. Like 70, 70 shifts. 71. 71 shifts. There you go. Across two weeks. Um, 71 streamers. Mm. Something like 165 shifts. Yeah. So it was, it was 71 individual streamers. And then multiple pulling multiple shifts plus our team seven days a week. So we managed to turn it around. We managed to get it done. And I, I, I think you know, if I had to pick a second moment, it would be the, it, it would be something that's happened really recently, which is kind of, I guess, uh, shown just the power of that event, because we've had so many new people from that event join our Discord. Mm. Uh, whether it was, yes, I want to put my hand up and be a part of it, or it was, I'm just coming along for the ride. Um, and now those people are, have put together the entire plan for the second version of this, the second wave. Ooh. Oh, we're going to call it the second oh, wave. Oh, yes. Oh. Yes. yes. Hey, I want this on record. This is what happens. Okay. I am literally, I am messaging right now. This is how my day goes. Something will happen and I'll get a message and then she will go down and suddenly I'll have things to do. <laughs> Put it on the whiteboard. Um, Dan, what about you, mate? Community catch-ups. I honestly became real to me then. It was like, holy shit, there's people who really dig what we do, you know, um, and they're real and I just love them. There's heaps the- of them. I love the yeah. I love the love in both rooms on both nights. We should have more of them, really, because they're so great. Um, I, I I reckon when the first time you came to me, Pete and said, "Hey, mate, can you come and do a live read?" And I went, "Now, for no, people that don't know, a live read in radio is when two presenters, you know, um, love each other read, very read, much." Read, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and, and, and one buys the other some wine, and, and, and have a very um, intimate conversation. Yes, so, so they, they read it out. Usually, money's involved. Yeah, and, and when, when we did when we did a live read for Netflix, I was like, Netflix, we're we're you know we're advertising Netflix. This is mm, yeah, epic, yeah, right? Yeah. Um, 
Same way that Pete and I, so again, um, I love, sort of purposely let Pete run with the reins because Pete, you're very unpredictable. And that's what I think I love the most about it because you just have these, we, we both have ideas, but you're, you're, the, you're the doing guy, you know, like you just go and do shit. And you came to me and said, oh, we're talking to PLO computers. And I went, what about? He goes, sponsorship. I was like, okay. So we went into a room and literally unprepared and talked to PLE, who have been sponsored, sponsored since the beginning pretty much. PLE, if you ever see yeah. this, um, now you know yeah, it was right. unprepared. And I reckon, mate, I reckon knowing what we know about how to go into those rooms and pitch now, I reckon they... I, I will always now say those guys knew we were unprepared and <laughs> and they went, we're going to give them a and shot anyway. And yeah. Christ <laughs> almighty, will we love them for the rest of our lives. Yeah, 100%. It's like, that kid's got moxie coming in here with me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I can't remember what we offer. I think we offer things like we'll do videos and we'll do... Yeah, yeah. Uh, unbox this stuff. Yep. We did all sorts of... We promised all sorts of shit. Um, and <laughs> I, I think I, I genuinely think they just knew we loved gaming, and, and that's probably the crux and the underlying theme of what this thing's about and what this thing's grown from is just this love of gaming, you know. And um, we built a whole bunch of great relationships with a whole bunch of companies based on that, you know. And that's what continues to drive this is, <clears throat> is a genuine love of gaming. Yeah, you can't fake you can't fake what we talk about. Or no, what we can't. write about, or what we, we produce. Yeah. Um, so you know, th- you could try, but you wouldn't get very far. You know, we, we genuinely have a, a, a sincere love of gaming, and that that's what continues this thing through. It's going through, mm. which is great. You mentioned moments like that, like we're reading out a Netflix read, um, and it's funny because I, I think, like you know, I, th- I think you get a, a pretty good understanding of whether or not you're a content creator depending on what floats your boat. And, like, I, I can honestly say everybody involved in this team are passionate content creators at their heart first and then are like, I'd love this to be a job second. And that's how I know it's right. And that I reckon PLE computers knew that as well when they spoke to us for that first time. They were like, these guys create content. They enjoy it. They love gaming, as you mentioned. You know, and, and, and I think the thing that, that I, like, constantly go back to is... You know, like we we managed to to do a few commercial things, like read a read for Netflix or sell something for PlayStation or whatnot, and that that sort of keeps the wheels turning over and, and lets us you know do some cool things and lets us pay our guys and um and and all that sort of stuff and our writers. Um, but the things that stick out in my mind are the things like, you know, we spoke to we spoke to Charles Martinet, the voice of Super yeah, yeah. Mario. Like this is oh I've got the thing here. Hang on. <laughs> so I've still got this. This is what he signed for us. Um, yeah, he's a legend. Yeah, such a nice guy. Yeah. So we spoke to to Charles Martinet. Just tilt it down a bit because it's glary. There we That's go. Yeah. 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 There we go. I love that he's written oh, in there. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> And he's written. He's he's written to, to all of my friends. To all of my friends, all of, with an extra a. I mean, you talk about you know an, an American and cultural appropriation. Like there it is. But anyway, um, just an absolute legend. You know, so we spoke to him, 
Uh, we spoke to Larry Herb for episode 100, and and we went, we came into the radio station at one yeah, o'clock in the right. morning. In the morning, yeah. yeah. To get that interview done, but it was like it's episode 100. It's hmm. Larry freaking Herb, like you know, Major <laughs> Nelson from Xbox, and I, I literally remember Jeremy coming back to us, right? Jeremy Hinton from Xbox, um, and I think it was Jim Barker who was very involved in this process as well, and he said, "Hey, I've got some good news for you." Okay, what's good news? We got you, Larry Herb. Great, amazing, cannot wait. And he goes, but it's going to be at one o'clock in the morning Australian Western Standard Time. And I was like, doesn't matter, awesome, you beauty. <laughs> and that was cool. Um, the other thing was, uh, I can't believe this almost slipped my mind. 2K sending Nico to LA for Borderlands 3. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah absolutely. Like. Yeah. To to make to be able to make that phone call to Nico, who's such a mad 2K fan. And? <laughs> and? Mate, you're going to Los Angeles. <laughs> that to me is one of the most special moments. It hasn't been without its hardships along the way. I reckon as well, though. There have been so many nights where I'm literally at my computer and I have, I've, I'm like this. And, like I'm just staring at the screen and I'm staring at the numbers and the numbers just look like they're not moving. You know, like our, our readership numbers or views or, or whatever. So mm. many times I've been here staring down the barrel of Christ Almighty, what the hell are we doing this for? Um, and... It's actually been things that have happened in the community that have pulled me out of that and, and our own team that have pulled me out of that. Um, you know, saying, remember when we first got into it and the reasons why we first got into it and because it was a lot of fun and all that sort of stuff. And, and now one thing that I think I'll hold on to if I, if I ever have that moment again is um, Vimesy, who's one of our community members, uh, who's been leading the charge to put together this second wave of quarantainment. <laughs> Very proud of him. Um, <laughs> you know, and like this is a guy who is just interested in games, but um, obviously hasn't had that support before and that confidence from people behind him pushing him, going, no, give it a shot. Like, you know, do this, 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 and this, and this, and pitch it and give it a shot. And this is the guy now leading the charge um, for the second wave of quarantainment. And seeing the growth in people like that in our community is now where I go, okay, like even if the readership dries up or we don't get entries to the G-Sports session or whatever, um, this community having that sort of support and growth is, is, is driving me, is driving me so damn hard. Um, it's so incredible to see. And it, yeah, it has been bloody tough and there's been late nights on that grind and, and whatnot, but... Um, Seeing that is just reward at the moment. What about you, Menth? We'll start with you, mate. Tough part over just, the last few years? For me, being on more of the streamer side of things, it's those countless days and nights where you stream to one person where that one person is probably you with the other stream up on the ch on your other monitor <laughs> watching the chat, yeah. hoping that someone jumps in to watch. Oh, man. Um, yep. And I mean, that's, that's how it starts off with every streamer, every single person, you have to start somewhere where you, you've got your one viewer, then you, maybe you get two or three, or you get a rate of half a dozen people and you're like, oh, this is life changing. Um, 
and you look at us now where where we had our, our Valorant tournament front page Twitch uh, where we peaked at 24,000 viewers. Yeah. Now, that's no small feat. Mate, <laughs> to, to, to literally see it go from me streaming three, four nights a week on the old page to one or two people to two years later where we are now where it's like, holy shit. Uh, oh god! Um, yeah, that that would have to be my the, the hard the hardest part is just getting through those those nights of one or two viewers where you're literally yeah. just gaming to yourself. Yep. Um, it's those ones where I kind of go, well, you know, once upon a time that's what we that's how we used to game. Like it wasn't about you know gaming to to viewers or anything like that. It was mm. about playing in your living room. And if I ever have those nights, that's what I that's what I think about now. I'm just like yeah. I'm enjoying that. My daughter's here. <laughs> um, yeah, say a quick hello. <clears throat> hello, everybody at PAX. <laughs> Easy. <laughs> um, okay, uh, sticks over to you, mate. Um, I want to piggyback a little bit off what Memphis was saying about the the Valorant tournament because take you back probably eighteen months and we tried to do a very similar thing and we sold one ticket for what game was it? I was trying to think of something. Apex. It was Apex. Yeah. Apex you know, we, yeah. Very up, first, we had, very first we had everything. You know, yeah. One of the first attempts and we sold one ticket. And, you know, obviously we, we had to pull the pin on it. Um, and then obviously, you know, on the week, on you know, two weeks ago when we had the Valorant tournament, uh, and <laughs> now we're giving away $1,500 worth of first prizes and, and all this other stuff there. So, you know, the probably the, the, the realisation of, of how far we come with that. But I, I guess from a content creator point of view, Similar thing to what Memphis saying, you know, whether or not it's streaming to one person or finding that motivation to actually write a piece. How do I portray this, or what am I actually even going to write about? Because I, I think personally, I've tried to pull the pin on the organisation three times, and every single time Pete's gone, no, no, he wouldn't let me. He wouldn't Not today. And because now you're kicking yourself, thinking, "Damn, I could have gone out when I should." <laughs> 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 But I think I think it's more of you know the belief that people have put in you that you're here for the right reasons hmm. um, of when that because I mean self doubt's a horrible thing especially in yeah. something where you know it's it's for the love of it at the moment but we can all see the light at the end of the tunnel and it might be a tiny little thumbnail of light but it's light nonetheless. Yeah. Yep. Indeed. Um, Skittles. Uh, well, I do a lot of things behind the scenes, so I don't think people would see me much on our Twitch. That, well, I know they would never see me on our Twitch channel unless there's a podcast takeover and I, I make an appearance. But um, mine is the the role of mum. So I get to deal with all of the wonderful things that come with being a mum, which is the, the, you know, like the love and the affection and, and doing really fun things and positive things with the community and with our team members. But then also the other thing is of like, Oh no, you've done the wrong thing there. <laughs> and, um, and having to have those tough conversations with, with complete strangers sometimes who, uh, are, you know, like we've had a few that have had, you know, vicious reactions to me telling them they've not really done the right thing in our community. So um, that for me being in the background and having this random person just message you and, and be like, actually you've done, you've overstepped the mark in the Goa community and have people go, well, who are you and what do you even think you're doing? And it's kind of like, well, I'm mum. So... Mum, mate. <laughs> you do as you're told. After you've been called bro before. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah. So, you know, I've had, I've had a few... <laughs> 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 
See, this happens with people assuming my gender from the other end of it. <laughs> it's been more entertaining than than difficult, I think. So yeah, that that for me is also dealing with the the heavier side of the community and the emotional side, um, which is, I guess, what everyone needs mum for. So it's my pleasure, but also one of those things that you sort of look back on and go, "Oh, that was a that was a big day." <clears throat> and we appreciate you for it, hundred <laughs> percent. Absolutely. You're there's, there's a reason why we call you mum. <laughs> you keep me in line. That's for sure. God, it's hard. It's really hard. Uh, Dan? Just on a, I was oh, sorry, just before Dan jumps in, just a funny thing on that uh, on that name. I, uh, I I had to call Skittles the other day, and I'm flicking through my phone thinking, mum, why is there no mum? There's no Skittles. Oh, <laughs> Emily, there <laughs> she is. You <laughs> <laughs> called your real mum instead of me. <laughs> uh, anyway, back to Dan. Uh, so um, the biggest challenge I've had in the four years is two types of employees at radio stations. There's the back-end dudes, people. And guys on air or people on air, like Pete. The talent. People yeah, on I air. They're called. I believe they're called yeah, the, the talent. talent. <laughs> the talent. <laughs> Loosely. The people, people behind the scenes, uh, you know, work like a dog. You know, you, you're not paid very well. You've got to work 10, 12, 11 hours a day because you're in a great job and there's 40 people that want your job, so you better keep working. And then you've got the talent that can do whatever they want because they're creative <laughs> and they, you know. So, problem I have as a back-end person is trying to maintain the facade that I'm working on the radio station stuff where Pete comes to me and goes, hey, Dan, let's do a game on video. Let's do this. And I'm like, I could tell everyone's looking at me. And I've got, this big, I've got the biggest screen in the building because I'm a, the, the web dude. So it's like, you know, literally huge. I've got the big game on logo and Pete's face singing a song or something. I'm like, no, guys, this is for the radio station. It's not for, not for game on at all. The fact that I've still got a job after four years is uh, pat on the back for me, really. Because yeah, you've pat on the back, mate. Yep. You've kept that facade up quite well. So you must be like mate. wicked at your old tab game. This is <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. Mate, I'm on point. Old tab, old tab. Um, it, it has been hard, but I, I guess that's the beauty of where we work is that um, I do get it. I, I probably exaggerate a little bit. We get a little bit of leeway to do what we do. We've used out the recording studios to record the songs and the the videos with our video cameras. So. I'm a gamer. I'm a gamer. I'm a gamer. Oh my god. Rainbow Road, take me home. It's a me, Mario. Looks like you game on a shit chair. I don't do a lot of VR, so I don't know what they're called. What are they? What are they called? Joysticks? Toggles? Controllers are off. <laughs> I'll be playing Fortnite even though it's not right because I'm over 45. How'd you go last night? Mate, I was having a blinder until I got blue shelled. Oh, yeah. I am a gamer, my friend. Gaming. The best I say, game, 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 game. 
found the other day when I was looking for all my retro arcade stuff. Double Dragon 2 The Revenge. Remember that game? Where essentially you're just going from left to right for about three or four hours and you get this big ballsy kind of guy and then a helicopter swoops in nice sort of stuff, which is cool. I really enjoyed playing it on the Nintendo Entertainment System and then the arcade version came out on the PS4 and all of a sudden it's got to be dumbed down into a screen that's about this big while I'm playing it on a television that's this big. What's going on there? Tell me a little bit about that, which I don't mind. Yeah. And I want you to tell the Okay. For the FIFA story? Ah, FIFA story. Alright, Dan. Alright, here we go. This is the head of Valentine's Day. A love song. A love song? For all the gaming partners. It's a gamer kind of love. So, yeah. I might feel it a bit too much. When I need some time to get across the line, you very rarely whine. You give me gaming time. When I'm in the zone, you're just on your phone and watching Netflix streams in the other room. Think you will agree. Challenge, but we've, we've got there so far, Pete. 100%, mate. Um, and on that, like, we're, geez, we're, we're blowing past time here, so uh, we'll look to wrap things up. But I just want to go around. There's so much more that we could have spoken about tonight. Um, oh, yeah. And an hour's. Next year's packs. Next year. 100%. Um, hour's not anywhere near enough, but, uh, but you know, it's, it's good to be able to talk about the org and the stuff that we've done. And, um, you know, the opportunities we've had because hopefully people are watching it uh, thinking to themselves, I want to do this myself uh, and, and getting a bit out of it. But any sort of final thoughts? Just want to go around the table, final thoughts before we, we wrap things up. Uh, Memphi, we'll start with you, mate. Anything before we go? Probably the final thought that sticks into my head is what we've always referred to the podcast as the little podcast that could. Mm. So if you ever think you have an idea, it doesn't matter how small it is, if you put enough in, uh, information, effort, and just dedication into it, anything's possible. Sticks? Very much along those lines, and you've always got to have that thought in the back of your mind. Someone like Jeff Bezos, the richest man in the world, subbed his thing in a garage. Yeah. <laughs> That's very true. Skittles? You know, it, Oh, sorry, sticks. No, no, no. Hi. Mark. Finish on that. Oh, she's frozen. Oh, she's frozen. Hang on. Okay. Gotcha. Yeah, you gotcha. Um, gotcha. Yeah. I was just about to say, this is why I hate going last in group assignments because everyone steals your answer. But uh, <laughs> yeah. I just. Just sort of put out there that um, in the in the vein of little podcast it could, I quit high school twice. So don't ever let anything stand in your way that you think that you don't have the skills or the ability. If you've got the passion, you'll get there. I'm halfway through my Bachelor of Business Administration now. I'm the COO of Goa. Like, it's not. <laughs> don't worry about it. If you're young and you're looking and doing something, be take a chance to be young. Mm. Don't, don't think that you have to succeed right away. 100%. 
Dan? Um, I will always be, whatever happens, I'm just so gracious that we do this and that um, I'm just a little part of this beautiful community we have. Um, this is truly a reflection on if you love something and you truly love something and then go with it and good things will happen. And, and I love that I can now game and think it or see something or think of something and, and it becomes something, whether it be a gaming song or just a, a, a bit of content for our podcast. Uh, it's, it's just truly a uh, example of uh, the whole thing about, you know, if you love, love something, go and try and find things to do within that and you'll always come out ahead. So I just love this community. Uh, and I guess for me, um, you know, I love what you said, Skittles, about um, you're young, you know, take risks. Um, I, I think that's so incredibly true. Dive in, give it a crack. Um, give yourself an opportunity to try things. Uh, give yourself an opportunity to evolve. Give yourself an opportunity to uh, learn that you might not like something or you might not be good at something, yeah. but but don't take it as a failure. Take it as you've learned and go and try something else. Um uh, but yeah, ultimately, like you know, take the risk because the reality is, you know, we've been at this for four years, and it might never actually get anybody who's working in it a job. We might never make it to that point. But one thing that we will have at the end of it is incredible friendships, and an amazing yeah. community, and a great group of people. And um, long after we're all said and done, uh, you know, we'll still have each other to talk to about it uh, like this, you know. So, um, like that, that sort of <laughs> stuff. Is, every time we leave Zoom calls. Yeah, well. <laughs> Remember that time I beat you at Paul? <laughs> so, yes, yeah. Um, I do. <laughs> give it a shot. Just, just make sure you're doing it for the right reasons. Don't, don't do this sort of stuff for money. Don't get into this industry for money. Do it because you genuinely love it, because you love games because you love esports, because you love hanging out with people in the community and talking about bloody gaming. Um, you know, just just do it because of that. Do it because you genuinely followed your nose to it and you will never go wrong. Um, that's it. So I hope you've enjoyed it. I hope you've enjoyed this PAX panel. Guys, thank you all so much for, for joining us on it tonight. Uh, it's been a lot of fun. And yeah, we hope to see you in the Game on Oz community real, real soon. Thanks for watching, guys. And thank you very much for your support. Bye. Thanks, everyone. Bye. Bye.